I'm the Tony Pollard man. There we go. There's our music. Mm. Good morning, everybody. Week four. Getting started. How's everybody's morning going? Don't forget to tune in on YouTube if you're listening to the podcast. You can hit us up live on YouTube and kick fantasy football theories. Let's get this started. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're still in a dancing mood. Right. Week four. <clears throat> Lots of stuff is starting to happen. Some guys are going to be coming off of IR pretty soon. Uh, Alvin Kamara managers. Yep. Get them back today. Should you know. be a big day. Yeah. Who's, well, who's we'll see. I, I mean, the, it's it going to be an interesting oh, game yeah. for sure. With They're Tampa, playing. That's gonna be but Tampa one. Bay is really beat up. And um, they were better against the pass than they were against the run on Monday night, hmm. if you caught that game. I, it, was, uh, it was an interesting game. It was in the rain. Um, th- that's, so that's a thing. Um, we didn't, uh, I don't think we expected it to rain. Um, I still like how Baker looks running that offense. He, like I say, he, uh, scrappy is what really comes to mind whenever I think of that team mm-hmm. and, and Baker. That like he's really he's 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 in try hard mode, man. He's and, and he definitely is because he like he. I think the reason the Buccaneers lost that game was probably because he just didn't take enough of the checkdowns that were available to him. He seemed to be trying too hard to make chunk plays against them. Maybe he saw something in film and he's like, I'm definitely going to get these guys here. But if watching the game, there were there were times. Uh, and I think uh, Troy Aikman pointed it out, you know, where he could have, you know, just taken this guy right here. He should have dumped the ball off right here. Right. And instead he took a sack or he uh, had to throw the ball away or something like that because he tried to make an extra play. Uh, so, I'm, you know, I'm rambling a minute. Uh, that never happens. No, never, never. We don't ever do that. <clears throat> never. We're very on point all the time. <laughs> um, so uh, let's uh, – Let's go right into our Homer minute. And I'll leave us off because mine was, you know. <laughs> well, people we should are, finish with yours, man. Well, yours people was... are most worried, probably, uh, you know, uh, about what happened. And uh, if you watch the game, it wasn't a real game. Um, the The Cowboys didn't look ready to play. They looked like they were just kind of like, you know, in vacation mode almost. It like was da- weird. Dak was joking around on the sideline and stuff, even while they were losing. And. Uh, the reason for that is because they like they didn't take the game seriously. Like they, I think they thought they could still win. Um, with uh, we didn't talk about this. Um, they didn't start three offensive linemen last week, and they're all Pro Bowlers. They didn't start hmm. Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, who won't start again today, and um, Tyler Biotish, the center. They, so they're they were just missing three pieces of their offensive line. And, and it showed they had a bunch of procedural problems. They were slow to get to the ball. They had to delay a game penalty at, at one point. <clears throat> they just didn't look very good. I think the, uh, the, my takeaway from that game was, man, Tony Pollard is awesome. Okay. He is awesome. Cause even behind that, you know, nothing offensive line, he still looked great. It's true. Uh, what, what about the defense? That's, the de- the that's defense, my big uh, they're missing. They're definitely missing some energy, but they also right. got a little bit of snake bitten. I thought like there were some. Um, there was a bad penalty early in the game uh, for pass interference, and then that uh, that Josh Dobbs run for forty five yards was just mm-hmm. like came out of nowhere, and <clears throat> and he looks really good. Like he looks really really good. Like I I saw a report um, about Kyler. His return isn't imminent, and if I was a Cardinal fan, I'd be like, okay. 
right? <laughs> I like I have. A, I mean, I've I've I watched a lot of football, and there's nothing I've seen that you know that Kyler has done that makes me go, man, we really need to get him in there over Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs can run this offense, and from a fantasy perspective, like Kyler is a fantasy, you know, gem mm-hmm. from what he does. But for all the other pieces, Kyler's never really been that great. Okay, I, I, and I right disagree now, a little bit. Little, right now, I, you're, you're able to start, like, uh, Marquise Brown is, you mm-hmm. know, a top 15 option right now. And then you've got Zach Ertz, who the Cowboys shut down, um, but is uh, has been targeted in the offense and, like, in dangerous ways. Like, um, Dobbs just missed him on a seam pass for a touchdown in the Cowboy game. And we're talking about Zach Ertz as, like, is he top five the rest of the, the rest of the way because of how he started the first three games? So, um, and I think they'll just get right back to that. Maybe not this week because it's San Francisco, and San Francisco doesn't take anybody lightly. Right. You know, that's that probably the, the little problem maybe that, that Mike McCarthy has that Kyle Shanahan doesn't. But I'm not that worried about it. I, I think they'll figure it out. I think Deron Bland needs a little bit of time to mature. You know, now he doesn't have big brother um, Trayvon out there to, you know, take all of the the important matchups and stuff like that. He's got to do it himself. He doesn't get to just be, a, you know, a playmaker. So, um, I mean, so if they were a 10 uh, out of 10. Yeah, we talked about this. Before, I, still, I, don't, I haven't changed my opinion. You, you still think they're a 9, I think, yeah. was what you said? Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and honestly, they could still, like, in terms of in the league, like, they could still be the best defense in the league. I still believe they can. All right. That's we how good see. they were. That's, that. I mean, with, yeah. that's, that's how loaded that defense is. Uh, going into the Steelers, we uh, we pulled off a win. Uh, same way we've been doing it, just kind of guts and defense, and and just getting enough done to uh, to make it happen. It, it's yeah, I think I discussed it a little bit last week. Is it's a little hard to watch in that you know you just you want to see a little bit more. Uh, the Matt Canada offense is ugh. I can't wait to get a new offensive coordinator. We've been all Steeler fans for like three years have been talking about why we why do we still have Canada? But this but, was his best game. Uh, you but. guys had your best offensive out, uh, output under Matt Canada, and scored how many points? Twenty two or something. Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so good thing our defense is great. T.J. Watt is amazing. Um, he's sack leader right now. The other guy doesn't six. get talked out about enough. Hightower, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yep. he doesn't get talked about enough. Yep. He's good too. Absolutely. Uh, he doesn't have the moves that T.J. has, but he's <clears> like he he has the motor and he's dangerous. He's fantastic. But T.J. is just another level, and mm-hmm. he, he really is, is so him. much fun to watch, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I I love watching my defense just because it's like, ooh, how is T.J. going to get there this time? I you know. know? How feel, that's <laughs> I feel the same way about watching Micah. It's like yeah. like is he going to beat him around the edge? Is he going to beat him? with a move is he just gonna push him back yeah. like because i mean their power is is amazing because uh tj is probably 265 something like that i'm, I'm not he's, sure I'm, he's a little he's a little bigger than micah is but mike is able to still just like hit some of these offensive linemen in the chest and and bowl them over and it's just yeah. like these guys are incredible that yeah it would it'd be fun to watch them on the same team and like any combination of like TJ and Bosa, like one of the Bosa oh, brothers, or like Micah and Bosa, or Micah and TJ, and like that would just be like some, something. That's special a low scoring game right there. Yeah, um, the, yeah, <laughs> they might. Yeah, they'd be counting. Another, they'd be, there'd be a number of shutouts throughout the year. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, the last thing I wanted to say about the Steelers is uh, today is a big test for us. Uh, we're playing Houston in Houston. We should beat them. 
the big thing for me is, are we going to be able to get our running game on on track? Who's going to be? Uh, and who's it going to be? Uh, it, it should be Najee, and I think Najee is going to have a big day today. He's going to eat. Uh, I, I think for the owners that have been waiting and uh, on Najee, now's the time to play him. And um, sell tomorrow. And that's quite possible. But we like I, I just really want to see our running game get moving. And if it doesn't get moving against the Texans, oh, but, boy. So to me, it's not, I don't think it's your running backs. I, I actually like both of your running backs. I, agree. I think it's your offensive line still. Your offensive line just needs mm-hmm. time to come together. Like you have a, a first-round rookie offensive guard, right? You, yes, you drafted. A, or did you guys move him inside? He was a tackle, and you moved him inside. Uh, I honestly don't. I, I think that's that, what happened. That I think he was a tackle, and you moved him inside. But um, is I think that's the biggest problem. When I watch the team, it's not really Kenny Pickett, although he's not well, like he's he not doesn't, helping. He doesn't look uh, like. He doesn't look like a veteran back there. Right. Like he looks like he needs a cleaner pocket. Like if you yes. know, uh, he's he's not Big Ben. Like Big Ben early in his career, you know, he was the refrigerator with an arm, you right. know, and like guys would just fl- fall off of him. So he he made up for a lot of mistakes. Uh, and this isn't the same guy. I the other agree. thing I saw was Kenny Pick, or excuse me, George Pickens looks really good with the ball in his hand. He's he's like so. Um, funnest thing I saw all weekend was that George Pickens attempted block. Did you see that? No. If you could pull that up, Ray, the Monday, like if somehow if we could find that, or if, if people have seen it that they're listening, oh my god, so funny! It's uh, and in, uh, the caption I saw was, "What is George Pickens doing?" Because he literally launches himself and misses, <laughs> like and just and, and it, it it also just like it looks awkward. It's it, it actually it's a better thing that he missed than if he had hit right. the guy. Like you gotta see it. I think um I can't remember who had the ball in their hand. It, it might have been like a, a Kenny Pickett scramble or something uh-huh. like that. Um but yeah it's it's pretty wild. It happened down near the out. yes, you should check it out. He's uh, no Heinz warned yet, huh? No, no, but he's trying. He tried. <laughs> it was it was a it was an elite try. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the Rams, dude. They look good. Except for their quarterback. <laughs> so <laughs> no, they're, no, they're off. The That's offensive a, line doesn't look great. Oh, I'm just saying. I thought Stafford's been playing pretty well. Uh, yeah, he was. I, no, no, no. He was fine. He was better than Burrow. I think he. Uh, I think with with um, with Stafford, if he throws one pick, he's going to throw two. You know, um, one of them wasn't his fault. One of them wasn't his fault. Bounced off the guy's hands, and and one and, and the other one was an incredible catch. So, <clears throat> um, I'm kind of seeing what I've saw in the past where they have their one weapon and they kind of just gravitate to that weapon a lot. And you're saying and that Puka? Was, yeah, that, that, that that's kind of like, oh, let's just cover him, and then the rest will 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 be fine, right? Dude, I, most defenses do that um, with with the Rams. Um, I think they gave up on that run a little too soon. I just I don't know if that's a McVeigh thing or if that's a Stafford thing where they just he just wants to throw that deep bomb, you know? Uh, you, you could always expect him to throw like and just missile one out there. Um, more than once, uh, so that, that's kind of what I was seeing. I was just uh, they, they could have won that, I think, a couple times. And I thought they, they got robbed things, early yeah. in the game. Um, there was a bad, there was a couple of bad calls this weekend, and one of them was that um, Tutu Atwell play early in, in the first quarter. That was a touchdown. That was a tu- he didn't go out of bounds. That was a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. There was the so, Amari Cooper play that happened on Sunday. If oh, you was saw that, that, that was terrible. where he's on the sideline and yes. he didn't put his heel down. Yeah, right, he didn't put they his heel down. Okay. Yeah, they called yeah, him yeah. out. I couldn't believe that. I, I, yeah, 
I, I was surprised they reversed it because they they called it in at first, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And then it was they a reversed touchdown. it on, yeah, the, on yeah. the It was like, how did you see like, enough to change that? You're crazy. Like, yeah. first of all, he wasn't out. And then second yeah. of all, what did you see? <laughs> uh, yeah, on those so, reversals, they're uh, supposed to see enough evidence. And I, honestly, I got to be, I'm a little thankful that that happened because he probably would have been more expensive for me to get this week <laughs> if he had scored that touchdown because he scored another one mm-hmm. later in the game. He was the one who scored later in the game. Uh, I honestly, I think he's like blooming, like two, two out. Like you watch him on the field and he's another level of fast from the other players. Like it, it it's, there's a lot of these like Tyreek Hill type players that are, you know, showing up now. These like smaller guys that are just, they're fast. And because the way the rules work now, they can succeed in the NFL. And, um, I just, I, I think he's going to the moon. I, I really think that okay. he's he's going to be that good. Um, but you got and Cup especially back. well, yeah. But I don't think that has any effect on him. I think that has an effect on Puka. Puka. Um, yeah. And when you watch Puka, um, he made some great catches. Actually, I thought he saved Stafford from another interception at least once with a one-handed grab that he re- like he reaches back across his body to to make. Uh, he's got he's got really good hands. He runs good routes. I don't think he's a tremendous separator though, and that's the problem they're having right now. Like when they get in the red zone, they really miss Cooper Cup because he just has the like um, from you know another level like Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen gets inside the ten. And he's just dangerous. He just gets open all the time, and Cooper Cup just beats guys, and he'll beat two guys. It doesn't matter. He'll like, he's just he's that good. And once they get him back, I think they're just going to score a lot of points. Hopefully next week. But we and also Matt Stafford kind of needs to figure that out that Kyron Williams is like two inches shorter than Cam Akers and stop throwing <laughs> over his head. That would happen like five times. Like Kyron Williams could have had a monster game if Matt Stafford could have just thrown the ball a little lower <laughs> one more thing i'll say is uh when you mentioned that pass that went kind of behind him and he caught it um stafford does that kind of stuff on purpose like if he sees that he's gonna get i agree ding i agree on the other side he'll make you go to the other way well, yeah. yeah he'll lead you away from contact he's a quarter yeah. he's a very good quarterback uh, yeah matt he, matt he can still do just do it all like it's awesome he was uh doing his his sidearm angles you know and nobody throws the ball like Matt Stafford. He's looked good this year. He's good. All right. Um, so, so before we, we get started no. um, on the games, do you want to grab us three glasses for those? Yeah, I do. For those oh, actually. Yeah. Sounds great. Started? I'll read the lines, though. The first game upcoming. Uh, let, me, let me change our point well, Just real quick before we – like the game that's going on right this second. Uh, do you know what the score is? Jacksonville's been kicking butt. Uh, it over is Atlanta here. Seventeen to zero. Still seventeen nothing. Oh, they didn't score it. And uh, if you guys haven't uh, checked out the Nickelodeon uh, Andy's Disney. version uh, of the game on Disney Plus, it is uh, pretty darn cool. I, I've been very impressed with what I've seen of it. Uh, looks like fun. You know, and that, and it's impressive because it's real time. Yeah. Right. Like like you can forgive the little glitches and stuff that that does happen from from uh, Cajun. Okay, um, b- because it's real time, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, first game up, we got Washington Commanders versus the Eagles. Uh, Washington Commanders plus nine and a half. The over under is forty three, plus three forty if you're betting on the Commanders, minus four forty if you're betting on the Eagles. So stardom's on your Commanders. Um, well, I mean, first of all, obviously, Eagles, huge favorites here. Um, so 
but it's a divisional game. So I, I have trouble with the nine points in a divisional game. You know, like these guys are going to play each other tough. Um, but Washington, let's see. I mean, you're probably going to start McLaurin, but not Dotson. Um, and you're going to start Brian Robinson just because he's been getting all the work uh, and should, you know, maybe fall into the end zone at least once. This is going to be a better game for him than last week. It should, it should yeah. be a, it should be a little bit closer. But honestly, I'm not sure. Because, like, I don't know if you know this, but Sam Howell is on pace to take, like, 110 sacks this year. Oh, yeah. I heard that stat. <laughs> and the Eagles are leading the league in sacks. And so, and yeah. when you watch that defensive line, they're, they're getting better each week. Um, they've had to, you know, re-gel as a unit because they're missing, you know, their former best player. He's now in San Francisco. Um, and uh, they looked really good on Monday night. In the rain, um, they just—I uh, think they're going to get after Sam Howell today, and I think he's going to have a day much like the one he had against Buffalo. And so it's really good for him that Ron Rivera came out and said, uh, gave him, you know, his uh, his vote of confidence, said he's our guy, because <laughs> because it's he's going to get asked that again this week. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, um, but. Uh, I, based on what happened last week, um, Brian Robinson looks so good running the ball that I think you just ha- kind of have to start him. Because even even last week, I think he had like he only was able to get ten touches, but he went ten for seventy or something like that. Um, they they do run the ball effectively, um, so I, I would still start him. I'm pretty out on Commanders receivers. Um, the one I'm interested in actually. Is Logan Thomas really? Yeah, if you're uh, like if you're in tight end Yo. hell, like I am in one of my leagues, like oh my god, it's unbelievable. Just started, I started Luke Musgrave this week, <laughs> and if you didn't watch the Thursday night game, he went down in the second quarter. <laughs> so cool, cool. Uh, so if you are somebody who is struggling at tight end, you don't know what to do today. I think Logan Thomas is a really good option. Um, when he plays, he gets targets and he tends to succeed. He just he is a target drawer, and the Eagles are not very good against tight ends. Um, it's somewhere that you can actually attack their defense. Oh, okay. So I would be, um, like I said, if I was in tight end hill, Logan Thomas is a very attractive target that's definitely on your waiver wire. Definitely. Um, other than that, the Philly defense. The Philly defense to me is the best defense you can start this weekend. Okay. Yeah. For reasons that you just stated. So. Yeah, there's going to be turnovers. There's going to be lots of sacks. Um, and there's a chance that Philly just doesn't let them score very, very many points. So, um, like, I, I did say that I would still start Brian Robinson. That's because, like, your options probably aren't going to be that much better today. Uh, and I would rather ride, you know, a guy you know is going to get at least 10 touches than take a shot. Uh, like because if you feel pretty you feel right? pretty yeah. silly if you took a shot on guys like Craig Reynolds last week. <laughs> so while there's um, a lot of buzz around Jalen Warren against Houston today, I'd rather play Brian Robinson or Najee. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not in the same ballpark to me. Yeah. We're all picking the Eagles. I'm guessing. Like right. if you have Najee, you're not going. Hmm, I think I'll bench him. You're going. I wish I could bench him. <laughs> I, I have a couple of leagues where I, I did bench him for last week. So who'd you start instead? Uh, uh, Jameer Gibbs in one. See, that's yeah. okay. That's that's and not an option. Was that a dynasty league? 
no, that's it's actually a does it's not worth going into. It's kind of it's a oh, okay. it's a league that's yeah. kind of weird. Okay. But uh anyway. So I mean, Eagles offense is it we're talking about? I mean, basically, you're and if you've Search, got one, oh, you're starting. You've got to be super um, excited about DeAndre Swift. Yes, uh, uh, he looks great. Well, not so much, right? No, no. I would um, like start Gainwell if you have to. Like, if, right. who am I starting Gainwell over this week? Um, <laughs> nobody. Like, I really nobody. Like, he's a. I think he's a terrible option based on the way they. It looks like they want to use him. Um, yeah, until Swift does something to you know counter counteract that. Right, if he has a big fumble or something, or if the, the he just looks ineffective. I because uh, Sirianni did say that they were going to ride the hot hand. Right, and we and I think that's the most important thing we can talk about probably from a fantasy perspective for the Eagles is that I think we have a better idea of what that means now, and it, that means like he's actually just going to like ride him. Like game to game to game, so like he's going to be the featured back. I think it, it appears that way right now. I mean, I'd be a little bit leery, but I mean, you got Swift for nothing, so yeah. Exa- well, yeah, it's no big deal. Um, so uh, next game, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, we all went with Eagles. So uh, next up, we got Philly, Philadelphia Dolphins. Philadelphia, Miami Dolphins <laughs> against the. Uh, I guess I just never truly am awake. Huh? Dolphins versus the Bills. Uh, Dolphins plus two and a half over unders at fifty three and a half plus one twenty if uh, you're betting on the Dolphins minus one forty two on the Bills. Ooh, doggy! This is gonna be a fun game right here. Um, Miami just—I mean, I'm, obviously they put up seventy points last week, so uh, everyone's excited to see that offense and what it does against a Bills defense, which is very solid, very good, and uh, the Bills offense has been amazing. Like. Uh, 53 and a half. That's actually a little bit lower. I thought it was like 54, 54 and a half earlier in the week. So that's interesting. But uh, it, it does feel like there's going to be a lot of points scored here. This is definitely a game I'm attacking in DFS. Um, and uh, if I have any parts in this game, I'm I'm trying to start them. You know, oh, and sorry, tight end hell. Um, I think Dawson Knox, somebody who's not owned by anybody. Uh, is actually somebody you can start this week. Uh, Kincaid right. or Knox. I, I mean, I will give them a, a touchdown guarantee. One which one? I don't know which one. I, I think, think I would put my Knox. money on Knox. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think I, Knox gets the touchdown. Yeah. He's the one that Josh looks for when they're getting into the uh, red zone. Um, so I wasn't aware that the Dolphins had played the first two weeks without um, Teron Armstead. He's their left tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the, the, the one who, when he's not on the field, the the sack rate for the Dolphins just dramatically increases. Um, and he played last week. <laughs> was there a difference? <laughs> they, I, I, you know, it was, it was all right. I, have you ever seen a game where, two te- where a team had two guys score four touchdowns? I've never seen it. I've never seen that. I mean, I've heard of it in it's college. Like a college. That's, yeah. just, that's what I was going to say. This game felt like a college game, tracking it. I'm like, oh my God, it's getting worse. There's still. 10 like, touchdowns in the game. 10. By, by from, one side, no, no, no. by Miami. So the, my favorite statistic <laughs> from, the the, from the weekend was Miami had more touchdowns, 10, than they had third down attempts. <laughs> Not conversions, <laughs> attempts. They had nine third downs all day. Denver only got them to third down nine times all day. That is amazing. 
ten like, touchdowns. Yeah, that that was a and, historical. And, and game Miami to watch. let off the gas. Yeah. At the end of the game, <laughs> like they could have kept giving it to them. That's crazy. They yeah, could have had second string. In they could have scored two more times. Uh, HN, he he, he actually should've. came back in to get his fourth touchdown. Yeah. They had benched him, and then he's like, "Hey, I want one more." <laughs> that was that was a football team quitting on the field. You know what I mean? And I think the Dolphins should have made him pay for quitting yeah. on the field. And, oh, yeah. And yeah. ran that board up to 84. They should have They should yeah. have put the record on him, for sure. That, but oh. but I, I thought that, I honestly, that that's uh, something I like about Mike McDaniels is I think to probably to him, it was more of a burn to not do it to him, to take, to take <laughs> the foot off the gas, you know? I could do this. And you know I could do it, but I'm not going to. I like all the memes of him walking through the crowds and letting the fans pick the plays and stuff like that. <laughs> Somebody somewhere. Found, I haven't seen that yet. I yeah, to some, share one to me. someone, someone out. I, I could. It can't be real. But someone out there saw like because you know how they'll, they'll have those lookalikes in the mm-hmm. in the crowd that are dressed up like the head coach. Um, they they someone took a picture of him and they're like so and so's in the crowd letting the fans pick the field. So That's hilarious. Uh, that. <laughs> Yeah, you got to send that to me, dude. I haven't seen that. Water busy. What's up, brother? What's up, dude? Mm-hmm. Um, update. I'm going to be playing against Sam Howell today in that one. Ah. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. I, I can I can see why. So all that being said, who are you guys going for this game? I'm going to go with the hot team, man. I, I'm just I'm in love with the Miami Dolphins right now. Uh, <laughs> so just, I didn't even realize the jersey. Do you think that you can start A-Chan and Mostert? That's probably a question that people are having. If 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 I had a better option, like I, I'm trying not to start HN. Uh, okay. I'm trying I'm, to I'm, start. I'm Mostert. with you. I'm I'm same. I'm in the same. If I have Mostert, I'm starting him, and I'm trying not to start HN yet. Right. I, I don't think I. You you uh, can do it if you need to. If you're in a pinch, whatever you they pay, didn't paid have, on the waiver uh, so, waiver wire for him, but. I think, I, I think you probably have a better option for now because you I, I, I have I, I have a feeling he's going to go back to what you know eight touches and maybe you know Agreed. five you know uh, well, thirteen touches over. So last week I, I sat here and I talked about a couple of the receivers that might step up because Jalen Waddle's not there and instead it was and I and I didn't see I missed this like there was an update I guess on Twitter uh, on Saturday afternoon you know uh, and missed this about uh, Chan getting more involved. Being the one, he him being the one that they were going to get the ball to with you know the absence of Waddle, and when you track the when you've seen the the, the speeds like the top five oh, fastest yeah. times of the year or something like that, A Chan is now number one. No, no, maybe number two. I think he's well. He, might, he was on the board twice. He's on the board twice a in the top, top five. five. Yeah, and he and I can't remember if he was number one. I think he's number one. I thought Hill was number. I, one. No, I think he's number one. Okay, I think he's right above Tyree Kill. Like and he, they, and they he said he was on there twice. Hill was on and there twice. And he says he's the fastest one else. on the team. Yeah. But yeah, they've got the four fastest guys in the league, <laughs> and so that makes sense. That like, um, I knew he was fast. I knew he was really fast. I didn't know that he was faster than Tyreek and and uh, and Jalen Waddle. Um, but having known, you know, having that knowledge now, you know where they're going to go with the ball next. So like right. Jalen Waddle comes back this week, so I that's why I expect his touches to come down. It's not that Raheem Mostert is still active, because I we I think that we've we've seen that they like him enough that mm-hmm. they're going to get him the ball, and it's going to work. And it's been um, working, yeah. But yeah, Mostert's I would like I would definitely temper my expectations. Two? There's some guys that I would start him over, like I would start him over like Damian Pierce, um, 
Mm. I, like I would rather start him than Brian Robinson. You know, like situations like that. If those are decisions that you're having to make, um, I agree with Pierce. Robinson might be a little harder for me, but I, I you're right there. Yeah, in the, somewhere in that range. But he's yeah. not quite RB two yet. He's more of like a, a like a low flex, end flex yeah. option. Yeah, because he's like you'd much rather have a receiver option in in the flex. Um, and then um, I I think that's it. Like over on the other yeah. side, um, you, you know, uh, I, yeah, I, well. I, James, well, James Cook. This is a game where about. you want to start. Been, Gabe, he's been good. This is one of those games where you want to start Gabe Davis. Like we've kind of figured mm-hmm. that out. Like he just don't start him in the matchups where you expect them to kind of cruise. Start. You have to start him in the matchups where you expect the other team to score. Um, he's because otherwise he's just not going to get enough targets. He's just yeah. not the the premier option. Like they're going to go to James Cook. They're going to go to. They're tight ends. They seem to like their tight ends better yep. than they like Gabe Davis. They get more targets. So uh, he's frustrating. He's somebody I just like. In a three-wide receiver league, I would still only be looking to flex him because he's a boom flex. Like, yeah. so he's. But this is the game that you'd want to try to beat. Mm-hmm. You'd want him as your flex. Yes. So. This is a week you'd want him. Yep. I agree. Uh, yeah. And then I. Watch those tight ends. I have trouble picking this game. I do. I'm, I'm sitting here wearing this Dolphins jersey. I was like, you avoided the question. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I've been dancing around it because this, this is the hardest game to pick uh, on the, the weekend, I think. Um, There's a couple of tough ones. I, and I, I picked Buffalo to win the division, and I think they're going to win this game. They're at home. Okay. So I, yeah. I, I, I think Buffalo's going to win. All right. And uh, mark me down for Miami. I think Buffalo, too. They're playing at home. Matt Cole. I don't know how cold it is up there, but the wind you're playing at Buffalo and, and, and uh, actually the Northeast is all flooded right now. I don't know. I don't think it's raining up in Orchard no, it, Park, but it, it's been wet there, okay. so the field could be cold. I, I just think Miami might be. What is it? What is the temperature on that game? Feeling themselves a little too much. Can we get an update on that? Like, I, I yeah. want to know how cold it is up there right now. Because we're in October now. Happy October, everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Huh. October 1st. What day it is? What day is it? <laughs> it's expected October. to be 71 degrees. Cool. Uh, ooh, with Miami a 1% might have chance of rain. No, no wind? No wind. Okay. Then, yeah, it should be fine. Light breeze. Sorry. Light breeze. Ooh, a light breeze. <laughs> sorry, Tua. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Vikings versus the Panthers. Vikings are at minus 4.5, over under at 46.5. Minus 218 if you're betting on the Vikings, uh, plus 180 if you're betting on the Panthers. Now, if Andy Dalton was playing again, this would be the game that I would want to go after for like for stacking and stuff in, in the tournaments. I am. Um, because these teams aren't, I don't think, like, I think this is where Minnesota gets their win because Bryce Young is going to play. The offense looks that much worse when he doesn't play. Andy Dalton looks like he's playing at another level right now. Like uh, I, I don't know if you saw that uh, that play that he made. Um, he completes the pass to Adam Thielen for like a twenty plus yard gain while taking a shot to the face on the run. Hmm. Yeah, nice. I was like, I, I, I didn't see a lot of that. I was game, like, all right, but, Andy, uh, where was that in Dallas, bro? We could have made the playoffs. <laughs> I definitely watch enjoyed uh, Adam Thielen after talking about him last week, and you're like, oh man, like I hate it, I hate it so much. But you, I hate it so much, but you have to, like, oh, I mean, dude, what are you gonna was... do? I mean, and he's the only piece I think you'd want to play. Like, I'd really like to talk about DJ Chark today, but I like I don't think he's someone because he got yeah. 11 targets in the game. 
Uh, right. So I, I but don't. Again, Andy Dalton game is a different game. Exactly. I agree. And also, like um, the, one, the the thing I want to talk about um, about the Panthers is Miles Sanders. I think um, people who have Miles Sanders should be worried. He's uh, the, the op- he's the opposite of what I said about Kyle Pitts earlier. And each game, his snap percentage has gone down, and his rushing attempts have gone down, and he's gone less productive with his rushing attempts in each game. His passing. Uh, work has gone up each game, and I think it's kind of floating his fantasy numbers, and it's kind of a mirage. Like, so I, I like I'd be really worried about Miles Sanders. And and as a Miles Sanders owner in several leagues, uh, honestly, the thing that I'm worried about is his groin. Like that that well, he gets hurt all the time. I don't I, like this linger, lingered from the preseason. This this is the same injury he had preseason. He where they shut him down. Hmm? Where, yeah. I, that that bothers me. Uh, so honestly, I pick up Chuba Hubbard if uh, you know if Chuba's if so, available. Yeah, right. If if you're a Miles Sanders owner and Chuba's but available, Chuba doesn't like Chuba doesn't. He's getting work. He's getting he's getting more work as Sanders gets less work. Agreed. And in a lot of my like, um, I'm in the I play the Megalo Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, and he was one of the highest bids this week. Was Hubbard? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think that's Sanders' backfield, though. I'm not worried about Hubbard taking I know. I, I agree. Uh, well, I'm actually, I don't even know if I agree with that. Because, like, uh, like I said, uh, it's starting to look like um, I think there's a split forming. And it's starting to look like Sanders is the passing down back and that Hubbard is the running down back. And maybe that's because of the injury and he doesn't have the same power. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But that's a trend that's happening. It's not just it's it's not spotty. It's it's a trend yeah, that's happening. Something to pay attention to. Yes, you should definitely be paying attention to that. So like, if uh, Hubbard has more carries, you know, and looks good again, and he and they're playing against Minnesota, who hasn't been great against the run so far, um, uh, except for last week because the Chargers can't run the ball. Oh God! But we'll get <laughs> not we'll without get, Eckler. We'll, we'll get yeah, we'll get to that later. But um, I, yeah, the Hubbard is a sneaky play for like DFS. Yeah, I, can I see that. Um, so on the Viking side, Madison. Viking side, Hawkinson has been looking good. Um, I'm not sure what the Carolina defense is against uh, tight ends. Carolina but. defense is taking on water. They they're losing pieces left and right. Um, I I can't remember who it is who it is that just got hurt. They just lost somebody in the secondary. I think it was Horn. Um, that just went down in the secondary. So. I expect the Vikings to be able to score a lot of points against them. So today. Jefferson, obviously, Hawkinson's going to be a go. Um, Addison, I mean, is he? Um, you know, is he uh, start so, worthy yet? So interesting. Um, I, I, I. In games where the Vikings are going to have to score points, where the t- like the other team is definitely going to score points against them, I'd say yes. And otherwise, I'd say no because it doesn't look like he's. It looks like you've got almost like a Gabe Davis situation going on where like. Um, Good when com- the Vikings are in full out, you know, got a score mode, he'll get the ball. Probably because, you know, Justin Jefferson is drawing three guys at that time. Right. But he looks good. He like he make he makes uh good catches. Uh he looks like he's where he's supposed to be. Um I think he has a bright future. Um but I don't think he's someone you want to start in fantasy yet. And and if it continues this way, like he's somebody uh, like for the season, he's definitely somebody I'm going to be looking to try to buy in Dynasty, um, because he, he looks good. He does look good. Okay, like he flashes the skills. Um, and then uh, you finally had the breakout game from Madison last week. 
uh, he looked pretty decent, except mm. for he cannot hold on to the ball. Yeah. What is wrong with that guy? And you know what? He and that's going to give Cam Akers a he, chance. And also, he just doesn't have the power anywhere near the power that Dal- like it's weird. Like they have the same. He has such a similar running style to Dalvin Cook, and none of the power, like none of the ability to push the pile. And um, I actually think he got uh, he got lucky because um, he fumbled the ball on the goal line. And like the NFL is just getting so weird with how they call stuff. And like, it, like you got like this is another replay that's that's worth rewatching, just because like when you watch it, you can't believe how they called it, because he gets uh, he gets stacked up at the line, and um, then turned around, and the ball and the ball rips out before he even gets completely turned around. The ball's coming loose, and they called it that his forward progress was stopped and i'm like what i just i yelled at what game are we playing this is not football anymore it's like (laughs) that because that's just crazy how do you take that away from a defensive player he made such a great play to beat the offensive line on the goal line get to the running back and take the ball and you took that away like on like some weird technicality Right. It's like football's not played on technicalities. Like, well, you know, football all games are originally. Well, football's a, first, <laughs> football's a war game. Okay, it was it, it was designed by the military. It's a militaristic game. Hmm. Like, mil, the war is very tactical, but it is not. You know, one on technicalities. <laughs> My dad once told me that uh, we won World War Two because we play football. <laughs> so it's funny that you say that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we have um, it, it's there's something to that, like being having stronger formations and being more strategic and having a, like a better ability to communicate and and move and stuff like that. But yeah, football football is a war game. So like it sometimes sometimes the old man in me gets bothered by some <laughs> of, you know some of the like girlish stuff i'm sorry that i shouldn't that's probably the wrong way to say it it's insensitive we're gonna get demonetized now (laughs) (laughs) oh no all our ad money all our ad money's gone uh but yeah anyway what game are we on we're on minnesota carolina yeah this i think we're summing up at this point i think Um, the vikings are gonna win this game i do i do um the panthers are an interesting team they're more interesting when andy dalton's the quarterback though right now uh, they look like a work in progress when Bryce Young's behind center. Next, yeah, we have uh, the Bengals versus the Titans. Bengals minus two and a half over under is 41 and a half. Money line minus 155 on the Bengals and plus 130 on the Titans. I thought the Titans were the worst looking team of the weekend last week. They're looking just bad with a capital B right now. Yeah, because not right. only is their offensive line bad, but but Tannehill can't help. It doesn't look it doesn't look like he can help them anymore. Hopkins and, is starting to look a little washed. No, actually, I look fine. No? no, actually, that was the one thing that people were talking about, and I think it has to do with fantasy football numbers. Okay, it, but look, watching, he does not. He looks okay. fine. He looks fine. He like he's still going up, snatching the ball, and he's like beating guys on routes, and he looks good. He looks fine. I would not be worried about Hopkins. Um, it's just that Tannehill can't get him the ball, and and that Cleveland defense is legit. legit. Yeah. yeah, they're so like they were just in the backfield all day, all day. Like Derrick Henry had nowhere. He was getting yeah. hit like before he was getting to the line all day long, and um, like they were ready for Tajay Spears. Like the the Titans were still trying to get him the ball. Like that that's that's a um, it, I I don't know. 
Um, I have I don't have any confidence in the Titans' offense right now, at all. None, zero. There's like there's no absolutely no player I want to start on that offense right now at all. And Burks isn't going to play. That's something people if people don't know. But, Burks. but I mean, if you have King Henry, you, you got, nope. You're gonna you're, like who would you play? Oh over? God, there's a lot of guys you can play over him right now. I Brian think. Robinson um, and, and like and especially today, Cincinnati's defensive line is actually maybe even better than Cleveland's defensive line. So I would not want to start Henry today. I would mm. like I would not. I I tell you what, um, I would rather start HN. That's wow. someone I would start HN. I would okay. start over. That's a hot take, man. I would. Based on what I'm seeing, like it's not, and it's not Henry. Henry looks like he looks himself. Like he, there was still a couple of plays where he was able to actually like beat the guy who hit him behind the line, and then you know bounce outside, and he still looks like as dangerous as ever. You know, like his giant bowling ball self. Um, but he needs I a few steps to get going. Yeah, and I just don't have the confidence that his offensive line is going to come together yeah. right now. They look like they're in shambles, and Ryan Tannehill looks like he's just at the end of his road. That's that's how he looks. Yeah, and so on the other side, Cincinnati. Um, Burrow uh, looks terrible. The, yeah, Burrow looks bad right now. Um, yeah. But this is the perfect game for I mean, this is a it's game. It's supposed that, to be. It's This is a pass-funnel defense mm-hmm. going against Tennessee here, so uh, this should be a good game for Burrow and company, but... Like that injury, how how much they, is it going to affect him? We just I mean, don't know. Um, well, not enough to stop him from throwing the ball nearly fifty times, like he did on Monday night. And I think he'll do again. Um, I agree. I agree because the the Tennessee defensive—that's the one place where Tennessee looks good—is their defensive line. That's all they got. Their defensive line yeah. is solid. Um, so I think they'll be able to slow Joe Mixon down enough that Joe Burrow is going to have to throw the ball. Probably around the same amount of times as he did on Monday night, which I think was 49. I think he had 49 attempts on Monday night. They uh, they weren't all great. And um, and that's the thing is right now, like, uh, Stafford had that problem on Monday night where he was missing Kyron Williams, you know, over his head. Joe Burrow just looked out of sync. He, like, he looked like his, his – because he's not able to perform his mechanics at 100%, his, his balls are just off. They're just a little off target. So um, – uh, that's the thing that worries me about him. I don't think he's. I don't think he's capable of reaching his Joe Burrow ceiling right now. Um, but yeah, I s- still think that be- based on how bad Tennessee has been against the pass and how many times you expect Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow to pass mm-hmm. today, you should still be excited about it. Thank you. Yeah, no. But I, as a I Cincinnati agree. fan, I'd be worried. I think Cincinnati's going to take it today. I do too. Oh, I don't think there's any question. I think yeah. Tennessee's. I think Tennessee's really bad. Honestly, I'm I'm surprised that the the line isn't a little higher. I mean, they're they're only favored by what two and a half. That I think that was one of the ones I picked. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the ones yeah, I'm very confident in today. Agreed. Um, the, the the Titans look like they should be picking the top five. That's just how their team looks. How many points do you think they that since he's gonna win by? 10. Double digits sounds right. Okay, hold on. You said 10? 10 points? I'm going to write that down. They should win by 10. I agree. How much money would you put on that? (laughs) I'm just curious because I might put the bet on that later. That's fine. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the what, line is on that. The, the line right now is what's two, two and a half. What two odds? and a half. So what? Yeah. No, no, no. What odds are you getting? Right. Oh, I'll, I'll look it up. 
actually, but um, and I'll let you know here in a little bit. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm confident in one. that one. I am very confident that the, that the Bengals will cover that two and a half. Yeah. So next up, uh, Baltimore Ravens at the Browns. Or no, versus the Browns. I don't know where they're at. Uh, minus two on the Ravens. Over under is 38 and a half. Minus 125. If, the, they're uh, in Cleveland. Line. Okay. Plus 105 for the Browns. The dog pound, baby. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I thought this was going to be a game where Cleveland just rolls. Uh, you know what I mean? And this is a divisional game that never happens. I that I wouldn't normally predict that. But Cleveland has been looking so good. Mm-hmm. And and Baltimore has been uh, falling. And they've got Lamar injuries. Jackson's a dangerous man, dude. But all, Deshaun Watson's out all of a sudden. What is the injury on him? So I'm going to pick. So I would have picked Cleveland mm-hmm. in this game. Had Deshaun Watson play, he's it's a shoulder. Excuse me, shoulder. Uh, he got he got hit on a scramble um, down near the goal line, I think, uh, and he was a little dinged up, but he stayed in the game. And then uh, yeah, D- and then DTR actually finished the game though last week. They were it was you know the game was definitely over. Right. Um, they dominated that game. Their defense, their defense just had a day yeah. last week. They were just they and they were partying on the field. They were having a good time. And they yeah, they deserved it. They were whooping ass. Um, and they're gonna. I, and I wanted to say they were gonna do that again today, but uh, if they're not, not if they're able on the field all day, exactly. If they're not able to get going offensively, and there's a lot of three and outs, and and it kind of stinks because like uh, I, what I wanted to talk about today is like um, Deshaun Watson looked more comfortable. He looked the most comfortable I had seen him since he'd been wearing a Browns jersey, and like you love Nick Chubb. And, and, you know, we wish, you know, nothing but the best for Nick Chubb. But it might have almost been a good thing because this was Nick Chubb's team. You know what for I mean? Sure. This is So, like, as the quarterback, he's standing back there. But the leader of the team is behind you or standing next to you. It's not you. And now it is. Now now it is Deshaun Watson's team. Like, there's no Nick Chubb there for everybody to look right. at and go, is, is he right? Is he, is, you know? So... It could end up being a positive for their team, like going, you know, into the future, like because now Deshaun Watson actually gets a chance to, you know, own the team. And when Chubb comes back next year, which we expect that that's going to happen, because actually the um, as bad as it looked, um, my understanding is that he only tore the ACL. Right, but he, uh, but that's so and there, that well, three, he's come for back people who don't year. know. There's three ligaments in there, and they're really bad knee injuries. Like you tear multiple ligaments. There's the LCL, ACL, and MCL, and and he only tore the ACL. So um, his recovery time should like should be normal, and he's Nick Chubb. Right, like, but that also means a slow start to next year, uh, and he's for 28. Him, yeah, he'll be 28 starting next year. Yeah. So for him, it'll be a slow start. But like by the time that's I, I like I like what I saw like from Deshaun Watson. Like I think you can finally, as a Browns fan, go, oh, that's what we paid for. Okay, okay, okay. Because like there were some plays where he made guys miss in the backfield, yeah. you know, and then ma- and made a play downfield. It's just like where. There's, you know, there's two guys in the league that can make that play, and it's like Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and him, you know. Yeah. And uh, but at the same time, he did make. There were a couple of bonehead plays where it's like, all right, Deshaun, how, why did you do that? Like he got away with one where he just he threw. No, no he actually there was. I'm sorry, there was one he did get away with, and one he didn't, where he just like threw the ball right into the defender's chest, and I just. And there was, it wasn't even a Brown right there. I didn't understand what was going on. Um, 
Amari Cooper got robbed of a touchdown in a game, or like his he even had a more monster week. I think he's going to have a monster year. Uh, like not this week with uh, no Deshaun Watson, but um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, like Amari Cooper's best year. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, and uh, Elijah Moore, um, he's going to get the ball a lot for now, but he doesn't look great with the ball in his hand. Like they're putting the ball in his hand in ways that would lead you to believe that he's like, you know, some super talented guy with the ball in his hand, like a, you know, return man or has some elite, you know, running skills. And I'm not seeing it yet, Um, but they are getting the ball a lot. So you can start him in PPR. I would. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, I was out on starting him. And right now, like, I'm not sure how in I would be as somebody who was out to start the year. I would not like, I'm not, not diving in, but if I was somebody who like bought into him and invested in him, like you're getting what you paid for. Yeah. <clears throat> and then on the other side, Baltimore, um, like now I, I expect them to have a decent day here. Well, not, not um, offensively. I mean, one super interesting thing to bring up for Baltimore and that's uh, that? Keaton Mitchell. He's a rookie running back. I think they drafted him maybe in the fifth round, something like that. It's a he's a third day or later guy. Okay, but they've got they've got nothing out of uh, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, and I think he's going to get some run. He's been getting a lot of buzz on on the webs, and Hill is and he looked good today, in so. so uh Keaton Mitchell is uh, another beat the waiver wire guy if you're you know struggling for running backs. Um, like if you're like if you're thin if you're thin at running back and Derrick Henry is one of your studs like one of your guys you've been riding you can pick up Keaton Mitchell and stash him and see what happens because uh, you're probably you should be looking for running back help because because Derrick Henry is going to have a rough year I think until the the Titans get their offensive line turned around or you know like Will Levis comes in and saves the day which we don't see happening like I, I think it's going to be tough for the Titans this year. Um, and well, as far as the Ravens go, though, I mean, Flowers, mm-hmm. Andrews, Matt Jackson, that's it. Yep. Okay. That's who you're starting. Cleveland, you're basically starting nobody today. I mean, I are you guys want, taking the Browns? Uh, you can start. You can start. I'm Ford. taking Ravens. You should now. still start Jerome Ford. Okay. He looks good. He looks really good. You're taking the Ravens, and, but you like the Browns plus two. Didn't you tell me yesterday you take the Browns plus two? Yeah, and okay. until Watson went until out. Until Watson went out. Oh, Watson went out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sent you a, a, an addendum text. I said, "Oh, if Watson's in." Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and now he's out. <laughs> yeah, so we're but we're gonna take the Ravens here. Okay. Um, what did Bezzy say? We're gonna take the Ravens. We're Browns. gonna assume this is gonna be one of the more boring games to watch today. Yeah, yeah. This is not gonna be fun. And this is gonna be low scoring. Low it was, scoring. I thought it had a chance of being a, a more high scoring game. Because it's the division game, and they and they tend to like even even if like the defenses are tough, they tend to know each other so well that they're able to mm-hmm. you know take advantage of weaknesses and stuff like that, and you get lots of you get some crazy scores. But I don't think that's going to happen today. I think it's just going to be a, a slugfest. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, um, so so I'm sorry. Last thing. That's fine. Ba- based on what we saw last week, if like Keaton Mitchell isn't an answer for the Ravens. The answer to who's going to run the ball the most for the Ravens is Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's so, a I wonder so, if that's a prop bet uh, somewhere. If you can trade for Lamar Jackson uh, after today would be a really good 
time to do that because I think Lamar Jackson is going to be like I think he's going to have an amazing year because he has to. All yeah, right. All right. So next up, uh, we have Pittsburgh Steelers versus Houston. Pittsburgh's at minus three, over unders at 41 and a half. Minus one is 162 is the money line, plus 136 for the Texans. All right. And uh, you can, that 41 over under, I mean, that, that kind of says it all. It's going to be a low scoring defensive game. No, it's not. Really? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, you think the Steelers are going to blow them out that bad? No, I don't. I know oh, where no. you're going. It's yeah. going lone wolf. So. <clears throat> I love the Texans. Man, they look good. They, they have been look, playing hard. No, not that. that that's bullshit. Get that the fuck out of here. They're what are you talking that, about? That's, that, they, but nobody, nobody, like, I'll give you a Robert Solohan. Nobody wants to hear you guys play hard. Get the fuck out of here. Aw. <laughs> no, no, no one wants to hear that's that. That's what okay, no one wants they deserve. <laughs> no, it's not. They deserve better than that. Because I, right I now, because right so. Because last Sunday, like CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud, there, there were not three quarterbacks that looked better than CJ Stroud, and that includes the game from Dobbs and Tua. Name one other quarterback that played better than CJ Stroud last week. Uh, I don't. What's our question? Okay, so should I start Debo or Tank Dell? This is Blinky Kick from Tank Kick. Dell. Debo's hurt right now. He might not even play. Uh, I think they, uh, the last report I saw was Debo is going to suit up. Yeah, he's but he, so, but he is hurt. He is hurt right now. They're going to blow out the Cardinals, so he might only play the first half. Um, no. I would not play Debo over Tank Dell today. Tank Dell is going to lead the Texans in targets this year, and he looks awesome. Um, they put a whooping on the Jaguars last week. That wasn't some fluky game. They beat them down. That game was it was thirty seven to 13, seventeen was the final score. It wasn't even that close. Like the Jaguars, they made the Jaguars look inept, and all of their like their young picks are just flashing on the screen. Both sides, you got C.J. Stroud looking like a pro. Like he looks like a pro back there, um, making decisions, making guys miss in the pocket, getting outside of the pocket, being willing to scramble a little bit. And he looks amazing yep but he's a rookie he and he's gonna look like it today i don't think so i think he like i think that's he's hope, going I against think that's a real thinking. defense today. i don't think so i think you guys have a real defensive line i think you guys <laughs> are weak in the secondary okay uh, we're, we're gonna find out today for sure but uh what do you mean <clears throat> Devonte adams roasted you guys if, if it hadn't if you, if the if they had one of the any, top three wide receivers in the league did good yeah okay i'll give you that he's also 30 Okay, still top three, one of the top three receivers <laughs> on the planet. I mean, okay. The Texans have a oh, lot of guys. Oh, we beat them, right? Oh, the, yeah, we beat them. You yeah. did. You did. Just saying. The Texans have a lot of guys, uh, and, and I'm not saying they're gonna they're put a they're gonna put a beat down on the Steelers, but the thing, but the days of picking on their rush defense are over. Like it was, ETN had a decent day on the ground. But it was really what he did through the air um, that made him such a, a fantasy star last week. And the, I don't think the Steelers put enough um, of a workload on either of their running backs right now that like I'd be super confident to start uh, either of them in DFS. Well, like Obviously, been... you're riding Najee if you've got him in redraft or you've got him in dynasty. But I wouldn't want to be starting him DFS today. Whereas like... We've been starting running backs in DFS against the Texans for like three years now. Every week, it's like, who's starting against the Texans? Start that guy. 
The, the only reason why I wouldn't want to start Najee in DFS is because Jalen Warren has been getting a bigger workload, and so the chance of him getting that amazing game is I, it's probably just going to be a good game. And and yeah. also, I and, and to me, this Texans defense is improved enough that good game isn't going to include, like, multiple touchdowns. Like, so. they're, they're looking really, really, really good. They've got some... They've got some dudes. Sorry, just going back to the question here. Um, I didn't get really, I didn't really get a chance to to answer that one, and I, I think I would go with Debo there. Uh, Debo is hurt, um, but I, I Tank Dell had an amazing that. game last week, but I, and the I just, week before, yeah, okay, and the week I, before that. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, maybe, maybe I'm not. Not like last week. It could have been last that good. Week he was, was 3,600 or something. Last like, week was the amazing. He was still only 4,600 this week. Last week was the amazing. Okay. <laughs> right. He, he went up a thousand dollars in look, one week. Where is Tank Dell ranked this year as far as wide receivers? Because I would bet you he's in the top 24. Um. Not. No, he's not top 24. Even after last week, he's just number number that. 12. Really? After la- after all that offense, offensive seventeen that points last against week. the Colts too, dude. And against and he only had uh, three catches, but his, in his first game he only had three catches, but I think he had six or seven targets, and and, and that's what you're looking for. And like so, what I think is that it's just gonna continue with Tank Dell. Like he's looking for Tank first, and he's getting open. Um, all right. This this week will be a big. Determining factor, and yeah, we'll and see. that's and so like that's where I think you can beat the Steelers. So, oh, oh hold on. before you get, what's our question? So, uh, while answering these questions, since we're getting a different opinions right now, I just want to kind of give you guys an outline of my my view of these two gentlemen sitting next to me. Ken is your like stat guy, pays attention to every detail on the field. He can pull stats from the 70s to 60s, and <laughs> it's just amazing like off the top of his head. Uh-huh. And then you got Brian over here, who's your experience guy. And 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 uh, that Brian's I, won a lot of championships, and he's won he's won a lot of championships. I think they just called me old. He's 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 got he he's doing he's killing it and so DraftKings. Brian's your Bill Belichick and Ken is your Mike McDaniel. Something like that. They both have <laughs> they're both pretty spot on, on on things. So the question the question we have now he's uh, start two between Gabe Davis, Atwell, Najee Harris, uh, and yeah, I think Atwell and Najee Harris. Yeah, yeah, that's and safe. and and yeah. actually, and that's this is a game where you would want to start Gabe Davis. That's how much I like Tutu Atwell and what they're doing with him. Well, and I, I think I think he is one of the best plays of the weekend. I think he is going to murder the Colts because they've got nobody who can stop him. And the only thing I was going to throw out there is if like you're you really need like a big week, maybe you try to fit Gabe Davis instead of Tutu. But I, don't I mean. Think so. I all think right. he's that good. Tutu, or, you know, I'm, you got a tutu fan over here. I'm, like, yeah, I'm all about tutu. Okay. Yes. He's yes, gonna get a I'm, lot of touches. But so he, uh, it's, but in well, general, it's I agree. Way, anyway, it's the touches that guys. he's the way they're using him too is they're they're putting him in motion. Um, they're they're moving him all over the place to get him the ball, and he's running all of the routes. He's getting the ball at all levels of the field. Yep. That and that's not that's something true. that a lot of players do. Yeah. And we still have no cup, so he's going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, for at least one more week. I think it's going to get even better when Cup comes back. 
Because they won't be able to cover him at all. Yeah, I think we need to survive this game, which <laughs> the game we're going to be talking about. The Rams offense up. is going to be so fun this year. And then, uh, yeah, I think when Cup comes back, it's going to be like um, next. It's going to be like a whole different season for them. Yeah, so we can introduce your game. Yeah. Yeah. So next up, we got the Rams versus the Colts. Where does that line? There it is. Rams are at minus one. So even um, the Rams will cover that today. DraftKings yeah. has got them favored. Um, Over-unders at 45 minus one. 12 for the Rams money line minus 108 for the Colts. All right. So, so you want to start us off, right? Well, no, I just, I said my piece. Uh, I think Ken covered a lot of that. Atwell's is going to get a lot of touches. Yeah. They use him in the backfield. They use him the Colts, uh, running routes. It's just, the Colts are beat up know, on both sides. Of and the, the Colts are right beat now. up on both sides. <laughs> but, like, but um, I think uh, we'd have to check this. Um, it's going to be a late update, but um, Buckner, um, whether or not Buckner's going to play for the Colts on, on the defensive line. Um, I uh, <laughs> this is a it's weird. This is a game that could be really high scoring because the Rams aren't really scaring you on defense True. either. Um, it just like Burrow missed a bunch on Monday night. Um, I'm ex- so I'm excited to see what Anthony Richardson's going to do. Um, but I do think the Rams will win today. I don't Ye- think the Colts have enough for them on defense today. Ye- they are playing, I think, in Indiana. Indy. They are in Indy. Yeah. And I think this is like the end of the Rams' tough part of their schedule is uh, finishing with the Colts. Who is this quarterback for Atlanta? Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Was he? Did he start the season? Yeah. yeah. He's he did? bad. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to finish the season, but he I, started it. I, my prediction was that he wouldn't. Wouldn't. I've like I was trying to um, trade people Taylor Heineke uh, on, as the uh, future starting quarterback of the Falcons before the season started. <laughs> it looks like the Falcons have a bye next week. So, <laughs> sorry, real quick. And Joku is going to play with a mask with because of the burns that he sustained over the weekend or whatever. I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah, and Joku had a um, household accident where he got badly burned on his hand and face. Uh, that's all the details we've heard. He tried and microwaving so, a can of cheese. Is that what it was? No, I don't know. <laughs> How do you get burn marks on the face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't so, understand. yeah, he, uh, he had a statement on Twitter or whatever else saying that, uh, you know, pain is just a thing. I, I You know, he, he's tough. He can play through it. And, uh, yeah, he's got, like, these, this skin well, as a fantasy mask manager, going on and good for you, dude. Don't really care because you don't do anything for my fantasy team. <laughs> the determining factor to uh, whether he played today was if he could put a helmet on. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Like, so damn. I think I'm picking the Rams. You picking the Rams? I'm picking the Rams. Are we I'm all picking, Rams all yeah, around? Would Bezzy say? Bezzy hasn't picked a team like, yet. So. I... I like what but the, I do I think like there is going to be some offensive output. I, I completely I, agree with that. And I like what the I'm Colts not have going on. It's super confident on this one. This is one of those um, games like I, I do that pick eight thing, and this is a game I am avoiding mm, because, mm. man, it's so, scary. So uh, anybody who's, like, struggling for receivers, like, if Tutu Atwell happens to be available, he shouldn't be anymore. Right. He should not be on the waiver wire anymore. Um, and then Josh Downs on the other side. Uh, 13 targets last week from Gardner Minshew. Um, Michael Pittman seems to be the the more highly targeted guy when uh, Richardson's playing, but Josh Downs is just the dude getting open. So I don't think that's going to last forever. I think eventually you're going to have a monster game from Josh Downs. Could be this week. All right. Moving on. I don't know how anybody could pick the Falcons with this guy. 
We um, didn't. We didn't. <laughs> next up is Buccaneers versus the Saints. Bucks plus four over under at forty one. Plus one fifty four if you're is betting on the boy? Bucks and minus no. one eighty five. Damn it! And betting on the Saints. That's not number eight. All right. Well, um, we didn't know if Carr was going to play, but he is going to play. Um, they should be able to numb him up. I, I think he's going to be able to throw out there. Um, so I like the Saints. Um, I, I, it was going to be a real qu- question with Jameis Winston in there. But with Carr in there and that sense de- Saints defense, them being at home, uh, I, I feel really good now that the Saints are going to roll here. Uh, Tampa, like we talked about earlier, scrappy team. But- they struggle against the Saints. On offense, even with Brady, when Brady was the quarterback, they struggled because Mike Evans just can't seem to beat Lattimore. Wow. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is that's the it's, big it's uh, epically bad. Yeah, I his about that. his yeah. history against Marshawn Lattimore is epically bad. Yeah, yeah. You can sit Mike Evans. You just, like, you know, if he happens to go off today, you can be like, well, I guess that's the one time in fifteen tries against Lattimore. So like, it's really, really, really bad. Um, question. Yeah, Alvin Kamara or Damian Pierce? Kamara. Kamara. And the Tampa Bay defense is kind of thought of as being scary against the run. They're missing a lot of guys right now. Right. Um, they're they're really beat up. And Kamara's a guy that can get around that anyway because he's getting on the edge. They're giving him the little dump pass. He's good and against Matt. And because Derek Carr is going to play, uh, like when when they said Derek yeah. Carr was going to play, Kamara managers went, "Yay!" Yeah, totally true. <laughs> totally true. I forgot about that. Yeah, because Winston wants to go downfield. Yeah, Winston doesn't Carr check is it just down. like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hit me. Yeah. <laughs> That's called experience. So Bez is picking the Saints on this one. Yeah, well, yeah I, I got the Saints. the Saints for sure. I, I like I like parts of the Bucks. Um, I think um, Chris Godwin managers, hold on. Hold on. It's coming. It's, it, okay. it's coming. Um, Mike Evans is playing over his skis right now. Like he, he is. Uh, it definitely seems like it. Yeah, his numbers are, I think, a mirage. Like I think you, it's funny because you, like, if you're uh, like in Dynasty right now, like you've got this problem where you've got Keenan Allen and Mike Evans and uh, who am I forgetting? There's another thirty year some odd receiver who uh, was Devontae like Adams. and uh, Thielen and oh. and Thielen <laughs> going off right now, right? And it's like you'd really like to have them on your team because they'll help you win this year. But what do you pay for them? Like it's 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 really 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 tough. Keenan Allen is the one of those three I think you can pay for. Like I think it's the only, the one that's real. Like uh, Adam Thielen is he's a savvy dude, but he's just I mean he almost got crunched last week. He got on his touchdown catch. He got really lucky and avoided uh, uh, a hit that was like it was real serious. They were gonna like if. I think if uh, he the player had actually made contact with Thielen, they probably would have called a personal foul. But he ended up just hitting his own guy. So, um, <laughs> but he he every time he takes one of those shots, you you just you cringe if you're. So I wouldn't I wouldn't want him. Um, Keenan Allen looks like they're using him in a way that they've never used him before. And Mike Williams just went down. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna like. And there's no Eckler again. We don't know when Eckler's coming back. Maybe after the buy, but he's the one I think you can buy into. That's like not a mirage. Mike Evans, I'd be selling. Adam Thielen, I'd be selling for anything that somebody would give me. Right. And uh, uh, he didn't get it. And Keenan Allen, down. I would not. There's my boy, London in London. He didn't catch it. Well, he he got one foot in the uh, other. From what I could tell in the real time, he looks like he didn't get dang. this other foot in the in the. Uh, he got pushed out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's happy. 
Sell Mike Evans, sell Thielen, keep Keenan Allen. And wait on Godwin. <laughs> and wait on Godwin. Yeah. So next up, we got the Denver Broncos versus uh, Chi-Town Bears. Minus three for the Denver Broncos. Over-under is 47. This- Minus 155 if you're betting on the Broncos. And uh, minus one, plus 130 if you're betting on the Bears. This is the game I, toilet that I feel like I know I'm going to be <laughs> wrong on no matter which way I go. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, you can't say anything with conviction about this game because you know you could just as easily be wrong completely in the other direction. Am I it's right? Just, yeah, it's just so bad. Like you like, could see it happening both ways. You could see Denver mm-hmm. just beating the crap out of the Bears, and you could see the Bears just putting one on Denver randomly. Right? Yep. Is this, on, is this at Denver so, or Chicago? Anybody Chicago. Know? It's in Chicago, oh, and I don't I think that changes think, anything for me. I think I take the Bears. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I might like the Broncos more if they were in Denver, but it being Chicago, I don't like. I I don't I've never felt like that's like a home field advantage. Like right. if if it's a home field advantage of any kind, it's that it's really right. hard to score 50 points on that field. It's you right. know what? Actually, though, the Broncos got embarrassed so hard last week. They're probably going to come out hard swinging. And I, you honestly, like to think that. And, but if they don't, that kind of just right. spells them out for, as a team. You know what I mean? If they can't come back and win yeah. this game, they're just and, they're and, not worth and, watching. Which is why honestly, I'm picking and the Bears, them, but and the, and man, I'm worried look, about it. The Bears look like trash on both sides of the ball right now. So I, I'm going to pick the Broncos. Um, I am still going to be betting on the the coming breakout game for Javante Williams. Um, yes. People are getting really hot and heavy over Marvin Mims the way that I was about three weeks ago just before the season started. But three weeks into the season, he's playing 20% of the snaps. It's and it's looking and good on that twenty percent. He's looking really but, good, yeah. but until like for me, until that snap percentage goes from about twenty to like fifty, like I'm not really that interested in. It. I just you, you can't be like you can't take shots he, like that. He's a like stash. Uh, other than DFS, like like and that's and he's my he's a good DFS play today, Marvin Mims, um, and each week. Going forward, you know, because his price is going to remain suppressed for as long as he's, you know, only playing that amount of snaps. But uh, he looks great. And um, there's been some trade talks, I guess, about Jerry Judy. So uh, if Jerry Judy gets out of the way, then Marvin Mims, you know, to the moon. But Jerry Judy's the guy. Uh, he, on the Broncos side of the ball, I like. I want to start Russ today. I am starting Russ today. Yeah. Like I started Russ over Trevor Lawrence today. Oh, interesting. And, excuse me. No. Um, yes, I started Russ over Trevor Lawrence today in an important league. Um, in our yeah, in Top Gun. Okay. Yes, yeah, I, I sat Trevor Lawrence, and, I, and it's looking good right now. Yes, it is. Uh, so we'll see what he happens to do today. But uh, start Javante. Start um, Jerry Judy. And you can start Cortland Sutton. You're not gonna. You don't feel great about it because right. it, it's the Mike Evans kind of situation where it just kind of like it doesn't look like it's gonna keep up because he's just not winning enough. You know. So are we all going or no? I, are we all going Broncos on? Yeah, us? I think so. I'm gonna go Broncos. Yeah, I, I, we don't after feel good that about humiliation it. last week. I just feel like they come out strong, especially against the Bears, that could be the worst team in the league. So uh, yeah, Eberflus could get fired. Oof. We started just before the season. You asked me uh, in week one. 
uh, you know, what about Matt Eberflus? Is is he a good coach? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't look very good. <laughs> so before we read off the next game, it's nine o'clock. Did you guys have some weather reporting to do? Weather looks good <clears throat> all yep. around. Weather looks good everywhere. So no worries about that. Uh, let me see if I've got my injury report. Here we go. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo out. Deshaun Watson out. Uh, and Derek Carr in. So those are three pretty big ones right there. Uh, if you weren't aware of those three, adjust your lineups accordingly. Those are the biggest ones, yeah. Yeah, sure. and, and uh, the weapons are affected as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, the auxiliary rent weapons for uh, Garoppolo, Watson, like, be careful, guys. I mean, you're still going to start Adams, but I don't know after that. Garoppolo injured. I'm excited Whoa, to see what surprise. Aiden O'Connell can do today. What we're, we, we still haven't talked about that yet. That's coming. It's coming. Okay, so next uh, up we got the Raiders. Oh, oh hold on. Uh, running gonna... <laughs> backs, uh, Miles Sanders is in. Justice Hill is in. Uh, Eckler is doubtful. He's out. Um, my, my Elijah he's Mitchell is uh, not expected to play, which is actually kind of a big deal. It means that um, uh, McCaffrey might get a little more playing time. Who's <laughs> number three? I don't even I've, know. Is it Mason still? Is it Jordan Mason? I am Jordan Mason's going to, like, all of a sudden, Jordan Mason is a really good DFS play. If Elijah Mitchell is out, Jordan Mason is an outstanding DFS play. I'm, I'm going to do that right, right okay. now. Uh, Saquon is out. Uh, well, doubtful for Monday. He's out. It's a high ankle. Uh, wide receiver, uh, Odell is out. Bateman is out. Burks is out. Mingo is out. Mason set for number two role today. Chase Claypool, healthy he's- scratch, which just makes me smile. We got a second round pick for that guy. <laughs> Uh, Brown is Marquise Brown. Hollywood is expected to play. Debo is expected to play. Um, and Juwan Jennings, who cares? Not expected. Um, and Joku is in. Higby in, and Fant is still questionable for Monday. Okay, that's everything. Uh, no. On that note, Noah Fant looked like he was an important part of the offense mm. for Seattle. And if you look at um, his numbers, it's tracking. Pretty interesting. He's, he's getting. He's getting five-ish targets right now, but he's also getting looked for on the goal line. So, so if you're in that tight end hell, he's somebody you should be looking at. He, he's going to get you seven points, you know, a week at least, which, God, that's terrible. But it's... <laughs> So next up we got Raiders versus Chargers. Raiders plus six and a half. Overners at 48. Plus 235 money line on the Raiders. Minus 290 on the Chargers. All right. Um, Chargers at home. No Garoppolo now for the Raiders. Uh, I was already picking the Chargers, and now with with Garoppolo out, I mean, this could get ugly. Um, Chargers should roll. Um, That offense has been amazing, uh, except for the running game. (laughs) Avoid the running game. Um, The Raiders side, you're still going to start Devontae Adams and you're still going to start Josh Jacobs, but I don't know if you start anybody else for the Raiders, honestly. Um, That's not – you shouldn't have started anybody else anyway. Jacoby Myers. Like, I think um, because Aiden O'Connell is going to play, you probably project for them to score less points, like them to have the ball less, run less plays. So Jacoby Myers looks, you know, less attractive. Mm -hmm. But that's it. And and I mean that's that's the only change. But if I I'm probably still gonna run him if I have Jacoby Myers. I don't really? have him in places, but I probably would still play him. He looks really good. You wouldn't be looking to avoid him though with the new quarterback. And... No, hmm. no. Okay. Like so, and the reason is because I I watched O'Connell play in the preseason, and 
I wanted him to win the job over Jimmy. Like he's got, he actually has an arm, uh, and I, and I mean, he's so are 20, you picking the Raiders, and he's twenty five, not twenty two. <laughs> Uh, no, okay. no, I'm not. No, I'm but you not think it's going to be more competitive? I actually, than I actually like the Chargers a lot. Okay, I do. Uh, Me I too. Think, I think they look good. I think um, they got. A, a, it's weird because they, they almost. They're so the Chargers that they almost lost last week in a game that they dominated. I know. <laughs> they dominated and, that and game. And you're right. That is just a total Chargers. <laughs> yes, thing. Like, it was crazy. Uh, it was so crazy. That, I don't know how they get over that. I, I don't. I don't either. I don't either. I don't know what to do. It's don't, weird. It's yeah. what three, four years in a row. Yeah, it's all just right. something. Uh, um, so we all picked the Chargers, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So right. Moving on. Uh, on. And then there was. Uh, I'm sorry. We, Josh Palmer, right? Everybody knows about Josh Palmer. Oh yeah, we um, didn't talk about that. Sorry, um, real quick. Mike Williams' season's done. Right. Um, so Keenan Allen had 20 targets last week. Um, he's probably going to get 15-ish targets a week. Like uh, for the foreseeable future, like until well, excuse me, until Eckler comes back at least. Right. Um, we expect that to probably be week six. Week six after the bye next week. Um, Gerald Everett. Uh, I think um, if you some if you're struggling with tight end, uh, you should pick him up. You should definitely pick him up. And that way you uh, can cry when Parham gets the touchdown. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> um, they like six foot eight Parham. You know in in close because I think Everett's only like six one. Okay. When you when you look him, uh, he, he doesn't look very big. Like uh, when he runs routes and stuff, he's very fluid, but he looks like a smaller tight end. He just looks smaller on the field. I don't. I actually don't know what his measurables are, but that's how it looks. And like Parham's the big tight end, and uh, Everett is the right. can run routes tight end. Yeah, but he's so. getting a lot of targets. So he's going to get the work between the numbers, but no, if he's not no, no. in the red zone. I, no, he di- he does still get opportunities in the okay. red zone. It's not like they, they don't take him out, and it's not like they're only looking for Parham. He just missed his. Uh, he did, like he had a, an opportunity in the end zone against the Vikings, and it just didn't come through. I feel like we should be talking about uh, Josh Palmer versus Quentin, Quentin Johnson. Johnson, right? Um, I don't think we should be doing that yet. Why is that? <laughs> because, like, even after um, the injury happened, uh, Quentin Johnson is still struggling to get on the field. I don't think he's ready. I, okay. just, I just don't think he's ready. Um, you see him on the field, and it's he, like, who, who's that monster? And like, he seems to be the the Mike Williams replacement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So that's that's why I'm bringing that up. Uh, everyone's been picking up Josh Palmer, but I think but, that but Mike Williams, Quentin oh, Johnston might might be that replacement guy. Um, I yeah, I wouldn't. There's I've seen nothing to suggest to me that you should pick up Quentin Johnston over Josh Palmer. Okay, nothing. And we have history on Palmer being good when either Williams or Allen are out. When they're both out, he's not good. Because he's not a number one, right? But when Williams is on the other side with him, or or Allen is on the other side with him, he has been good. He has produced for fantasy. So okay. he's somebody that absolutely has to be rostered. Quentin Johnson, you can look at him, but you shouldn't pick him up over Palmer. You shouldn't be thinking you're a smart guy and picking him up over Palmer. Okay, that's not a championship play. So uh, next, it up? might be the long term play. I it, it's it, it's because Palmer's not the answer to anything. No, that's that he is absolutely he is. I don't. Think no, no, no. So. If you were struggling for wide receiver, I think you guys are already if, talking about this. But 
Parham or Everett? Everett. <laughs> I'd play Everett. Parham's gonna he might catch one ball for one yeah. yard and a touchdown. He might, but Everett's gonna get eight or nine targets. And yeah. the reason I brought him up is because he uh, immediately saw increased work when Williams got hurt. So I like I could see him having similar targets to Josh Palmer. I agree. So I missed this question. Who would you start at flex? Nick's, Nico, Nico Collins or Marvin Mims? Mims. No, I'm sorry. Really? I, I would start Collins. I was going like, to say, I'd start I li- Nico. I, I like Mims. <laughs> but, like, we like, so there was, Nico was real hot real quick. Tank Dell's the guy. He's the number one. Tank Dell's the number one. I, I think we've yet to see. But but you could be right. You, okay. You, but but I, we'll see. Okay. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, you're way more sure than I am, and you're way more sure than yeah. the people I listen to. So, so like people are like really. I, I think people are weary of Tank Dell because he's looked at as a small guy. You realize he's an inch shorter than an inch shorter and five pounds lighter than Devonte Smith. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Devonte Smith is tiny and elite, <laughs> elite. Uh, and he's not. He's never on any of my fantasy teams because I, I expect him to break at any second. And that doesn't and, happen and you're anymore. Right. I've, been, I've been wrong, but. I still don't want him on my fantasy team. Not for that capital. So next up, we got Arizona Cardinals versus San Francisco 49ers. Arizona got plus 14 over under at 43 and a half plus 625 was the money line on the Cardinals and minus 950 for the Niners. I literally just put Jordan Mason into my tournament line. In it. Okay. So like, I think that's a play back up for Christian McCaffrey. If you weren't I, listening he, a few he, minutes ago, yeah. he's going to, so no Elijah Mitchell, who I expected to have a big day today because that's what we expect the 49ers to blow out the Cardinals and to kind of take the day off. <laughs> so when yeah. you say you expect them to blow them out, do you think that you, they covered the 14 points? Yep. Okay. I expect them to. Yeah. Like, I mean, crazy things happen in the NFL all the time. And like, I don't, I don't know what other minor decisions the 49ers are making. Cause maybe they make the same mistake that the Cowboys made and they sit just one too many guys and the Cardinals, you know, sneak one and it's a division game. Um, which is why I would be reluctant to bet to bet this game with. The I probably would because I yeah, like I that, expect that's, them that's to do it, but I wouldn't bet it probably. So yeah. so in the I don't because I, I those lines are always tricky in the rock paper scissors realm of this conference. Does 49ers does does Cardinals beat 49ers? Isn't that the the organization? No that, no, that, no 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 no. So who who's the one that? No, that, remember that was the one I laughed at. I was like, so there's the the triangle. Of the Rams, Seahawks, and 49ers. And then Cliff, Kingber- Cliff Kingsbury couldn't beat anybody. <laughs> and that's why he doesn't have a job anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is it the Seahawks that typically beat the 49ers then? Is yes. that how that works? Okay. All right. Yeah. It's uh, the Seahawks beating the 49ers. It's the 49ers beating the Rams. And it's the Rams beating the Seahawks. Got it. Okay. All right. And basically, who who can you play from the Cardinals? And- James Conner. Yeah, you still and, play James and Conner, Brown. and you still play Hollywood Brown. And jo- Josh Dobbs getting more interesting by the week. Yeah, but you're not going to play him against Just the Niners, D. No, I, I agree. He might be a streamer later on, but he's not again. Not this week. No, not yet. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Just yeah, saying. yeah. Keep your eye out. Yeah. He's been playing well. He's so, been playing well. He plays tough. So next up, I think it's kind of a fun one. The Patriots versus the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Patriots plus six. Over under at 43 plus 20, 225 on the money line for the Patriots. Minus 278. Zeke revenge game. <laughs> Ooh, That's right. And they, they said he's going to have an increased uh, workload been, this week. Patriots fans are saying he looks better than Ramondre. Now, here's the thing about that, though, is Ramondre might have like a Josh Jacobs situation <laughs> going on where he's still playing his way into game shape. 
because he missed some time. And also, I guess I didn't, and I, I just heard this. Um, he had a bunch of time, like where he, they just told him to go work out somewhere else, separate from practice. Like, and who had the, the Jags defense, man, they're three sacks and two interceptions now. And, and it's supposed to be somewhat of like uh, preferential treatment, you know, not a negative thing at all. But, like, you know, I think it was brought up in a way where he's like, he thinks it might have affected the way that he's playing so far. You know what hmm. I mean? And also, Ramondre still struggles to hold on to the ball. So, um, it'll, be, it's, it'll be interesting because that's the place where you can beat the Cowboys is still up the middle. Is you can still run against them, which is why you should not have drafted a defensive tackle in the back of the first round. While the defensive rookie of the year is over in Detroit, I told you you should have drafted. What's his? What's yeah, his name? Jerry. God, Jerry, I want my job. Where's, where's my <laughs> assistant GM job, Jerry? You could do better. I would be better. I would be better. be better. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so we're all we're all taking the Cowboys, right? Uh, Patriots. You can start Ramondre. Oh, can, you, you can have you start to. Ramon J. or Zeke? Which... I, I think you know what I think. If I have Zeke, like if I was somebody who put Zeke on my team, this is where you play him. This is where you play him. The Cowboys are susceptible against the run. They're coming off a game where they just got ran over. Like they gave up almost two hundred yards on the ground last week. Wow! And that's the one thing that the Patriots do well. So yeah, I would start Zeke. And actually, okay. I would be more excited to start Zeke this week than Ramondre. Wow. Because the things that Ramondre does well, I think, are the things the Cowboys are good against. Is there a receiver to start on New England? Um, Hunter no. Henry? No, the Cowboys are good against tight ends. So uh, I wouldn't want to do that. Um, actually, I, no, I, actually, like, I, the, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game because I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to pass the ball against them. I, I don't. Okay. I just don't think they will be able to. Uh, Mac Jones is kind of a... And Dallas. I mean, we're starting Pollard, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, we're starting CD. Is there anybody else to start? Um, maybe Michael Gallup. You, like, like, you shouldn't be starting him this week, but you should definitely be watching him, and he's worth an ad. Like, if, you've, if you're missing guys, if you've been losing guys, and uh, you've got some weaker pieces at the end of your roster where you're just like, well, if somebody gets injured, you know, this guy might be good. Um, Michael Gallup's worth an ad. It's funny because he's one of the guys that I, at the end of every draft when I'm just like, okay, I need one more receiver, I picked him up. So yeah. I've got him in a lot of places. Place. Yeah. But this, so far this year, he's just – I'm just like, I think I you have know, him maybe in the done. Dynasty League we're in together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be, if I were you, I'd be hoping for another big game and try and trade him. Yeah, I might do that. Um, Especially since you're on three and probably picking up traffic. <clears throat> yeah, well, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so next, uh, let me see who we got. Uh, uh, oh, we're all going Cowboys, right? Yeah, yes. we're all picking the Cowboys. I think. Although I wouldn't mind picking the Patriots on this one. You did well with that last week. Go for it. <laughs> he, he lone wolfed against us with the the Patriots against the Jets. And, and, and that's at the how time we got we, to 11 wins. And at the time we said it was good. We, we both agreed that it was a strong play. Kansas City versus New York Jets. Kansas City minus eight and a half. Over under is forty one and a half. Minus four ten is the money line, and plus three twenty if you're betting on the Jets. And now it's time to tar- to talk about how Taylor Swift is taking over the NFL. <laughs> oh man, I saw so many memes. So so it's funny about that or memes if you want to call them videos. But um, 
of all the wives going up to the husbands. Yeah. And like, you know, and doing their thing. And I, then the flip the script one was freaking great. Now husbands are doing it to the wives. Like Travis Kelsey's going to take Taylor yeah, Swift on that. Yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, they're they're dating this this one country singer. And then it was like, Miley Cyrus? They're like, no, not that one. Like, just completely. They're doing oh, it better. Like, oh, <laughs> that's so funny because they don't think of her as a country singer. Oh, you just. That's, oh, man. They're hitting so her. They're hitting good. her everywhere. So. so good. Because she is. And she's mm. good. Like, uh, yeah, I've never, I've never been somebody who who listened to her, but there's there's a bunch of songs I didn't even know were her. You know, she's really talented, and it's and the whole thing is fun. Um, on uh, if you're so, if you play on the sleeper, sleeper app right now, like what a busy. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, go look at Travis Kelsey's profile. <laughs> Have you seen it? <clears throat> I, I somebody put it in our league. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they put it in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Put it in the league. I, I didn't know that was actually a sleeper yeah, doing that. I thought that was like real. some Photoshop it's real. stuff. If you play on the sleeper app, you go look up at, at, at Travis Kelsey. It is his picture has been replaced with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, it's really funny. So now back to football. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Patrick Mahomes' first trip to New York. Hmm. Okay. Right? Isn't that weird? Isn't it? I love. I that's one of the things I love about sports, is that you know, uh, from someone who's if you ever hear like, why do you like that? It's just the same stuff over and over and over again. These are the types of things that that happen. It's like Mahomes is like he's a decorated quarterback. You know, uh, where people are already talking. If he retired today, he could make the Hall of Fame. You know, has yet to play in New York. This is, this is his first trip. And they have trip. two teams. This is yeah, and they have two teams. This yeah. is his first trip to New York to play, and he's he's gonna play in prime time. So, I expect a monster game from Mahomes. Um, even so, like even even if, against that Jets D. Well, I mean they haven't they haven't been playing as good well, as they've been on expected. the field all the time. As, uh, the well, offense can't I mean, sustain the, a drive. You, the game, the that's that's true. That that is true. But they can't run the ball either. That's so be, people are blaming Zach, and they can't run the ball. They were supposed to like, um. What so what I want to talk about like, Zach doesn't look terrible to me. Like, there every quarterback makes a couple of plays that they'd love to have back. Every game, every single quarterback does. What makes a throw at least once a game? But, oh. I shouldn't have thrown that. Right. And it just feels like Zach's two get highlighted to the extreme because the rest of the offense didn't do anything. And to me, like watching it and and paying attention to everything that's going on, it's Aaron Rodgers was going to make this thing run. Who do they have? Who do they have? Like, you've got half of Brees Hall right now, apparently. Mm-hmm. You've got a washed-up Dalvin Cook, and these are the guys that are touching the ball the most. And then you've got Garrett Wilson, who's special. Special. And then what else do you have? What? you got Randall Cobb. They pulled him out of the fucking grave. He was retired. Alan Lazard, man. Oh, right. The guy who misses games all the time from abdominal injuries. Like, are you kidding me? Like, he can't do a stretch before a game, apparently. (laughs) Pulling his ab muscles. Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This team, like, the the skill position players on this team are garbage. And the offensive line is trash. So when Trevor Simeon comes in and has an amazing day, are you still going to be talking up uh, Zach Wilson? (laughs) Sure. 
Yeah, <laughs> sure. You you show me that happening, and I and I'll apologize for all the things I said about the the Jets' offense. All but right. like, I, I mean, this is football, brother. You know it's going to happen. But if it, like, but seriously, if Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to be the quarterback for that team, how, like, would you be excited about him? If they had an okay quarterback, if they, had, if they had a Derek Carr, you'd be excited I'd be about cool. you'd be I'd, you'd be excited. No, 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 you'd be excited about Garrett Wilson, but that's it. There's what else? Are you, and Brees Hall, Brees Hall. That and yeah. that, what else are you excited about? And that's not enough. And especially when their offensive line can't block. Well, and that has been kind of unexpected. The offensive line that wasn't unexpected. Little... We knew that. That was the that was the big question. That's why Tom Brady won't go there. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought they made some uh, improvements. Before. So we're all going Chiefs, right? Yeah. No, yeah, we're we're all going Chiefs, and the Chiefs sh- like even if Zach Wilson, you know, quote unquote, plays better today and has a better game, which I don't really expect him to, because Chris Jones is going to blow that offensive line up. Like this is probably the best defensive lineman they faced so far. And they've looked well. Excuse me. I'm sorry. They played against Micah. They looked really bad against Micah. They're going to look almost as bad today against uh, Chris Jones. Um, so no, like I'm. It, it, I feel bad for Zach Wilson because he's gonna like he's gonna take the fall for this offense being trash, and it's not his fault. All right, go Chiefs. So yeah. uh, next up we go. Got... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rishi Rice. He never does that. Rishi Rice. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't talk about this from the Chiefs side. Rishi Rice is happening. Like. And, the, and when you say happening, you mean his snap stash percentage. him, his, put him on your yeah, bench. Put him he on, might pick be him up, something pick later. Him up now because it's going to be harder later. Right. Well, the, well once the game, he has this big game, the game's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Like uh, he's his snap percentage has increased all three games. Uh, he's starting to get some targets. It's going to happen. He looks okay. good. Next up, we have uh, the Monday night game: Seahawks versus the Giants. Minus two on the Seahawks over under at 47. Money lines of 130 and plus 110 if you're betting on the Giants. Wow, Seahawks are the favorite on the road here. The Giants surprises look, me a little the bit. Giants look but bad, dude. Yeah, the Giants haven't had a great year. Oh, they just uh, look bad. Yeah. Like what they look they look like a team without an option when they don't have Barkley on the field. And Barkley's supposed to play, but he's playing no, through. No, he's doubtful. Yeah, but he's practicing. Um, I don't think he plays. I don't know. I'd be based. I think he practiced on Friday, um, and like based on that, like I would be surprised if he doesn't play. That's my expectation. I don't expect him to have a good game. I don't. I would not like him to play. Yeah, I, um, I don't think it's in anybody's interest for him to. But play that Gi- that Giants offense, they just look completely inept against the 49ers without Saquon Barkley. But again, it's the Niners. You know what I mean? I, I think the Niners, the Niners are, are beatable. They're a secondary. special team right now. The Niners are beatable in the secondary. They have been for the last couple of years. They're not um, a terrifying matchup for receivers. But that's not Daniel. But Jones's the Giants don't that's have not any. What he's going to do? Yeah, the, the Giants I, don't have any receivers. Like unless they're going to put Jalen. Uh, like they have a bunch of slot receivers. Uh, well, they have Jalen Hyatt. Uh, I and so mm-hmm. you Jalen Hyatt until Jalen Hyatt actually happens and takes the top off for their offense. They're not going to be able to score. They're just going to struggle to be able to score because they've got some dink and dunk guys. That Hodgins is a guy that's you know going to get you ten yards a catch. Waller is a tight end. That like you cannot have your tight end be your number one option if he's not Rob Gronkowski. Like that's just it's not or Travis Kelsey. It's just not going to work. Um, I you can I think uh, you can pick up Darius Slayton. Um, 
he's uh, he is an outside receiver, like has that ability. We've seen that in the past mm-hmm. from him, and he's uh, leading the team in targets now. So quietly because they've they've been because bad. They, yeah, they but suck. Um, but he like if you know you're looking around, you're thumbing around, you know whatever. Darius Slayton is somebody you can kind of look at and be if like, you need maybe. to. Yeah. Uh, if the Giants' offense wakes up. He's going to be one of the reasons. But why. it's hard to see that giant offense waking up without sure Barkley. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but Barkley, expect to see next week, maybe. But uh, this week, I don't know. We'll and see. And then on the other so side. So I'd have to go Seahawks uh, this week. Did you see uh, the Zach Charbonnet run? Oh, where he, he uh, trucked the guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. The angry. Oh, he, he made the, the angry run, right? Yeah, he got the scepter that week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that was dirty. Like, oh, my God. That and was he dirty. Could, and he could have gone out of bounds. In- yeah. Instead, he planted his foot and punished that guy. Yeah, that was like, pretty great. That was that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I admit. Uh, so we all going Seahawks, right? So yes, we are. But so um, as awesome as that was, um, I see a Dalvin Cook Alexander Madison situation forming because. Uh, the things that we thought Charbonnet was going to come in and take away from Walker, he hasn't. Right. He hasn't. Ken Walker is still going to get – is still like – it took him three tries to get one yard on their first drive of the game. I don't know if you saw that. No. Like it, it, was, it went from second and one to third and one to fourth and one. They finally got it. And they, and they, but, but it was Walker, Walker, Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, they, they like they they this is their guy. This is their guy. And at the goal line, they didn't take him out. They spelled him with Charbonnet, and Charbonnet does like he's got that power. He's got and I what I said about him from watching his his rookie film or his college tape was that he he's rarely goes down with the first guy that hits him, um, and all that's been true. Yeah, but. Ken Walker has an elite level uh, of speed and quickness, and he's got great vision. Um, as for his people, like that t- talk about he misses holes or whatever. I think he just like sees different things because there's there's things that he does like uh, to make guys miss. He made um, who did he make miss? It was Jeremy Chin, and Jeremy Chin's a really good player, and he made him look bad hmm. in the open field. It was it, uh, there was he put a spin move on him and still and then like chin's a really good defender so was still able to get a hand on his ankle and rip right out of that and and bust the loose for another 20 yards like ken walker is is the dude like he looks like the dude yeah no he's been looking real good yeah last up the thursday game chi town bears versus the washington commanders plus four and a half on the bears over under is 42 and a half and plus 180 for the money line minus 218 for the commanders we did this last year uh, they they played on Thursday night last year, and I remember uh, like this was one of like my worst calls of the season was the Commanders at the time were like one and four maybe one and three one and four and I was like this is the the wheels are gonna come off you know, and then that Bears game happened and you remember they got lucky, in in that game, um, I, somebody got robbed of a touchdown or like. It was a, an egregious like pass interference call or something like that that didn't happen to one of the Bears receivers last year. Anyway, um, and uh, the Commanders went on to have a pretty okay season and almost made the playoffs. You know, uh, so this one this one's really really you know stinging in my craw. I don't like, <laughs> I don't I feel like I'm going to be wrong no matter who I pick again because it's the Bears and like. I just think the Bears are so bad this too. year. I do too. I uh, yeah, and I think the Commanders are decent. Uh, I, I think the Commanders are going to take this one pretty handily. 
So always hard to predict a year, a week into the future there, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the commanders and feel fairly confident about that. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take them too. I don't feel confident about it because I don't feel confident about picking the commanders over anybody, but over the bears I do Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> at home. <laughs> they're such a wild card because of Justin Fields though. You know what I mean? Yes and no, but that, yeah, I mean that wild card <laughs> has not so been good. coming up. Uh, that's pretty funny. Sorry, we're we're looking at the Nickelodeon broadcast here. I don't. That was dude, so that's good. Pretty cool. That was awesome, man. Like I, I, I walked in and saw that, and I and I and I said, "What world are we living in now?" Yeah, man. It, it's it's crazy if they're able to take that real time and CGI it and mm-hmm. and re rebroadcast it like. Maybe that. I could get my girls and, to watch with me. That's what. I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. It's funny. Yeah, yeah that was good stuff. Good stuff. Moving on to DraftKings, that's it for our picks of the week and stardom sitems. I'll go ahead and start up while the, the guys are uh, looking over their stuff. Uh, for the cash game, I'm going to start Matthew Stafford at quarterback. Um, James Cook, first running back. Cam Akers, D, uh, for my uh, wide receivers, Smith, Higgins, and Thielen. And for my tight end, Everett, my flex is going to be Allen. And my defense is going to be the Bills. Got a hundred bucks right. remaining. Ooh. Oh, Flex was Keenan Allen. Wow, very nice. All right. <clears throat> um, yeah, DraftKings was a uh, fun last week. Uh, if you guys play, like points went wild. Yeah. Normally, it takes you about two hundred and twenty or so points to like win a tournament, and oh my god, that was great. Seventy last. It week. was yeah. It's like two eighty to win yeah. the tournament. It was crazy. Three hundred freaking points, but. Um, yeah, I managed to put up uh, 234, 235 in one league, won a little bit of money. That was pretty fun. Uh, that was in my tournament lineup. But let's see. Let's do cash. Um, let's see. I'm going to go with Anthony Richardson uh, as my quarterback. Um, I'm, I'm going with him naked. I'm not, you know, no none of his weapons. I just think that his uh, his running ability is going to give him some extra some extra points and touchdowns and that that guy man when he gets good he just he looks like he's gonna be a special player he looks I'm, like cam newton 2.0 like he looks like cam newton with more like finesse passing i was gonna say he looks better to me yeah um so that uh going to running back mccaffrey uh 9200 uh i, I talked <clears> about last week he was in the 8000s that was way too cheap 92 he's getting closer to what he should be but against arizona with his backup uh out of the game i just feel like he's gonna have one heck of a game uh i I want pieces of that Miami Buffalo game, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go with Mostert as my uh, running back, wide receiver. I saved some money with uh, Calvin Austin, uh, Pittsburgh wide receiver. I, he's our our long ball guy. He's our big deep play Gadgety guy. guy. And, they, uh, they get him the ball in all sorts of ways too. Yeah, and he's been getting the ball more often. And uh, if we're going to get a long touchdown, there's a good chance it's him. Uh, and for 3,300, he's a heck of a deal. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Jamar Chase as my wide receiver. Um, that was uh, Devontae Adams a half an hour ago, and then Carr Why not is both? out. But, hmm? Why not both? Because I can't fit both. Oh, you, plus, you, you plus I have to get Puka Nakua in there because I just I think he's going to have a great week this week. Um, at tight end, we talked about uh, the Buffalo tight ends. And they are 3,200 and 3,100, so they're nice little punt tight ends that have really good chance at a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to go with Dalton uh, Kincaid in my uh, cash lineup here. And then um, I had very little money left, and uh, 
Quentin Johnston to me looks like the that's Mike. That's why Williams, you were talking the, about him. That's why he's. I, I think he's the Mike Williams <laughs> replacement. Just, I don't. I don't see it. Um, and you know, maybe not. But at thirty seven hundred, if he can at least uh, have some involvement in the offense, he can pay off. And then uh, DST, I went with the Browns, which. Uh, Actually, looking back on it after Watson out, I, I did that before Watson. I probably would change that, but that's all right. All right. And uh, for my cash lineup, um, I kind of wanted to go away from this, but I the way that it fits, and I just kind of feel like the the volume is going to be there, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow at okay. 6,500. Um, my running backs are 6,300 for James Cook today at, against Miami, and then uh, Javante Williams. I'm just going to keep betting on it. Until it happens, it's because okay. it's, it's too cheap. He's too good. Seems like a good week for it. Um, the Bears are very, very bad against the run. Um, at receiver, I just made a change and swapped out Devontae Adams for Keenan Allen. Uh, <laughs> I, I also did have that too. Uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Tank Dell at 4,600. Uh, my tight end is where I'm saving a bunch of money, and I'm going to play Cole Turner again. Again, uh, he had a decent week last week. He got seven targets, but it was against Buffalo. If he has seven targets against Philadelphia today, he's going to be a top five tight end. Um, the the one question is Logan Thomas. Um, how much will Logan Thomas play? We're not sure. Um, so that, that could just be a total punt. Um, at flex for 4,500, I'm going to play the old man. I'm feeling. You're a week he, late, brother. Because he should. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it just seems like it's going to keep happening. Like it he, could, yeah. Because you look at what he's what he's doing, and uh, it's very repeatable. <laughs> he's Adam Thielen is not doing anything crazy. He's just doing what Adam Thielen does: running, crossing routes, getting hit. You know, like, like getting the ball like five seconds after the ball was snapped because the play broke down and he's just like over here waving, you know, op- wide open. Look at me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's like I said, it's just keep doing it. Uh, and then I like to spend up in cash in our cash games for defense. Like I, I like to make sure, cause there's usually only a couple of the, of the defenses where you're pretty sure are going to score points. And otherwise you're just kind of taking a shot. So if I'm not spending up, I'd rather just like spend as low as possible. And so I'm going to play the Eagles for $4,100. Wow. Okay. They, to me, I think they're the best defense on uh, on the slate this week. I think they're most lined up to have success. All right. Um, so that's my cash lineup. And then let's move on to the tournament lineup. This one I'm really excited about. This one's going to be this one's going to be fun. This one's either going to crash and burn or be awesome. So I am going to stack C.J. Stroud with Tank Dell. And I'm going to bring back against that stack with Pat Fryermuth and Jalen Warren. Uh, my other running back is DeAndre Swift for $5,700. That's just too, too, way too cheap. Okay. Way too cheap. Because we've, I think that's like a Monday night discount is really what it is. Is because they didn't really, like, uh, the way that they, they calculate all their costs and stuff like that, You they don't change the players from Monday night. From, yeah. So um, DeAndre Swift should be 7000 plus. Um, so too cheap not to play. Uh, again, I've got Keenan Allen because I'm <laughs> having not play. Who's a guy who's going to have 15 targets and, and yeah. like we've seen succeed with him. Uh, I, uh, made a late change and with the news from the 49ers that, um, Eli Mitchell is out. I'm going to flex Jordan Mason at 4,000, uh, instead of, um, Alexander Madison. And that allowed me to move from Jamar chase to Justin Jefferson. 
and I will Ooh, play Justin okay. Jefferson as my last wide receiver. And then I'm going to play the Eagles defense again, paying up for defense because I, the Commanders and the Bears are two defenses that you can are two offenses that you can just pick on right now. And uh, the Broncos are not a defense that I want to stand on and you know and use to pick on anybody else. But the Eagles are a top five defense, and they should shred the Commanders today. Okay. Um, as far as tournament lineup goes, <clears throat> if you listen last week, I, I love to take those uh, those big games with the uh, high over under and, and just stack them up. And uh, it was successful last week. We'll see what we can do this week. It's a little harder to stack this week because all the pieces are so expensive. But uh, let's try here. We went with Tua as our quarterback. And then uh, James Cook bringing it back on the other side for Buffalo. Uh, stayed with Christian McCaffrey because how could you not? Uh, went with Calvin Austin again as my my thirty three hundred wide receiver, and I just I got to get Puka Nakua in there. I just I think he's going to have a great week. Um, and then Jalen Waddle is my stack with Tua. Uh, just hoping that uh, they're going to triple team Hill, and then Waddle's going to come open. Uh, I'm going to go with Dawson Knox on this one. I went with Kincaid in the other lineup. I'm going with Knox in this lineup. We'll see which one's right. Um, and then my flex is Josh Palmer this time because I could afford him in this lineup and I couldn't in the other. <laughs> and, uh, and then we're going to go with the commanders as our DST because they're 2,400 <laughs> and you know me, I always punt on defense yeah. and, uh, you know, hope I get lucky because defenses, that's kind of how they work. Yeah. That's so true. I have starting as my quarterback Tagovailoa. Or however you Tua. say it. Tua, yeah. And then Tua most time. running backs, Mostert and James Cook. Wide receivers, Waddle, Thomas, and Thielen. Uh, tight ends, Kittle. Flexes, Cam Akers. And my defense is Panthers. Man, you're all over Cam Akers yeah. this week, man. <laughs> uh, so how much? He was cheap as hell, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I got him. Probably like 4000 Yeah. Well, and you don't know. He might. Yeah. He knows the know. offense. And if he's not going to fumble, then. <laughs> and if he can pick up short short yardage, where yeah. Madison seems to struggle. Uh, he yeah, he has not looked good this year. No, so we, we have a, un, uh, a question for Brian specifically Ooh. unrelated to football. <laughs> oh um, God, Bezzy wants to know: um, mm. Have you been watching the Ahsoka series? The what? He noticed your, he Star noticed Wars. your shirt, and he wants to know if you've been watching the Ahsoka series. Uh, not yet. Um, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it, um, but it's one of those things where I wanted to get my, both of my kids down with me and watch it, mm. and kind of like getting all three of us together to watch the show isn't always easy. Uh, but yes, that is definitely going to happen probably this weekend here uh, on my days off, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I caught episode one. It was really good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and, and just talking shows, I mean, not not the I, I love my sci-fi and everything else. Uh, but if you guys haven't seen The Bear on Hulu, it's it's quite amazing. Like if you just like good quality, like um, story, it's not even storytelling. It's it's a, somebody who can uh, just tell a story with a look Um I don't know. It's hard to explain, but if you like the high quality, you good writing entertainment, good the bear. face acting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's so hard to explain, but uh, the bear is definitely an interesting show that uh, that got me. So I recently watched oh. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> that was a whole different thing. Was it good? It was, it was pretty good. good for what it was. It's was pretty funny. I don't usually watch stuff like that, but it, what what ends up happening is. 
Um, back in the 80s, this is this is the true part of the story. Back in the 80s, somebody jumped out of a plane with a bunch of cocaine. and then Yeah, the, I, I've, I've, I've read they, the... Yeah, and they found a bear overdosed on it. And then so the movie kind of just makes everything else up. You know what I mean? So it was, it was for what it was, it was kind of funny. Yeah. I was just like, oh, this is better than I thought I was going to get myself into. <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys, before we sign off? No. Yeah, we got one more. Wait, oh, I think we got one more question here before we sign off. Uh, what do y'all think between Tua and Kirk full PPR? Tua. Uh, yeah, hard to get go against Tua right now. I mean, uh, co- uh, yeah. well, who's cousin? He's talking about. He's saying Kirk he's, cousin. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but they they sh- they should win today. So like, I I don't think that Carolina is going to push. Yeah. Um, Kirk yeah, like to Tua have right. his his highest numbers. I actually sat him. Like I have uh, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones, and Russell Wilson. In uh, mm-hmm. one of my in the the dynasty league that Brian and I are in together, and I sat Kirk this week. Oh wow! So that's it, everybody. Go enjoy some football. We're gonna sign off now. Do it. You can catch us on all those iTunes, Spotify, places everywhere, YouTube, and whatnot. We're there. See you guys later. See you next week, later, guys. Crush it. All right, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs>